Welcome back to Clash Tips. We are pumped because the new levels at Town Hall 14 are here and we're going to talk about it. We've already been laughing and talking and I don't know if I'm going to be able to stop laughing. But anyway, let me go ahead and introduce who's here with us tonight. We have Hizzle and we have T. You know Hizzle from the first episode and also you know T from the rushing episode and the attack strategies episode. You guys doing good tonight? Heck yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Excellent. <laughs> I am doing really good. So funny story, uh, me and T actually recorded what was supposed to be the last Attack Strategies episode on Monday night. I ended up doing a workout called the Murph. It's a CrossFit workout. And I did all of that. And then I mowed my, my grass and I was so tired that I couldn't think, I, I couldn't ask T any questions. I, I My mind was so confused. But tonight I am ready and I'm ready to go. So we're definitely going to approach this uh, from every which direction that we possibly can. Biggest question that I wanted to ask Hizzle, especially, and, and Hizzle, I know that your girlfriend is absolutely not listening at the moment. Big question. <laughs> did you buy, did you buy any of the special pack? Of course. I did. <laughs> uh, and she's definitely not listening right now because I secluded myself in. Uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> T, did you, did you buy any of the special packs? Uh, I got the, War scenery, the king skin, and then the little five dollar for two books because I am a sucker for cosmetics in all yeah. games, and it's it's a problem. <laughs> so I actually bought the king skin, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be super cool." And then I watched him attack, and I was like, "Uh." It, it kind of looks like when he attacks that he's hitting his head on what, whatever he's attacking. So he's kind of like head smash, head smash, sword swing, head smash, head smash, sword swing. Did you notice those graphics? I don't know. Yeah. I think he looks fine. <laughs> what did you think, Hizzle? I'm always underwhelmed whenever I <laughs> purchase the cosmetic stuff. I do it every single time without doubt. But I'm always, I forget about it a couple days later. And I'm just like, ah, that's fine. That's where my king is on the map and I'll do this. Yeah, I think they spoiled us with the, the queen skin that they gave um, last year. Not like the one that just passed, but last Chinese New Year. I still only run that skin on my queen because it's just awesome. Well, that one and also the, the king skin with the barb with the flaming sword. And then all the little barbarians that come out whenever you press this ability, they all have flaming swords. I was kind of mm -hmm. hoping that there would be that type of animation on this new king skin, but honestly, it was, I was a little, it was, was too cheap though. It, oh yeah, for only three ninety nine, I guess. Yeah, the ones with the the higher animation are usually like nine or ten bucks. Oh, uh, see, seven maybe. I think I don't. I honestly can't remember how much the the cool queen skin was, but they've done that a couple times now where they've released like a high skin with animations and then like a couple cheap skins that don't have the animation. Uh, so, so note to self, never buy the cheap skins ever again in the future because they're really not worth it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you say that, but you're probably going to buy them. I probably will. <laughs> we, at least we know his will, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so his what did you think in general about the update? And again, no details. Uh, we're going to talk about details later, but just maybe the timing of the update. Did you expect it to come out when it did? Uh, do you think it was lackluster or exciting? Have you been hearing lots of chatter? My one word response is I thought it was good. And that's so, a sentence. That, that was actually four <laughs> words, Hizzle. <laughs> I thought it, well, what about you, T? What do you think? So I have like mixed feelings. 
It was good. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't give you the one word that, that Hizzle can, right? But I love it. I have, I have mixed feelings. The short, the short of it is I think it's a good step. And the, the longer story is, you know, what we'll talk about with the rest of the update. Yeah. So first thing that they updated, well, first thing that we're going to talk about was the last update they the update that they did, and that was the quality of life updates. Uh, a few of the things that they made that are now new is your army list is now shareable, so you can give away troop comps. I guess this is kind of cool. I, I, it's more useful, in my opinion, for like YouTubers who do army comps on videos, and they're like. My army comp has shared below the video. You can click that and get it now. But as far as sharing a bunch of troop comps in game chat, I, I don't know that that's going to happen a ton. Hizzle, do you, have you done it much? I have a little bit. I think that the the biggest benefit is ultimately it is unlimited quick train armies. So you can have these links wherever you want, wherever you personally want to save them. Or if it's in a Discord chat, you can you know link them there but they never expire as so, opposed to the defensive links or base links that you can get. If they're not clipped every 30 days, they expire. Oh, uh, that's ar true. Army comp links never expire. So if, if you're running out of room on your quick train army list, then you can just access your other list. And so ultimately it's a unlimited list. Yeah, so that is pretty cool. And actually, I know, T, you shared some videos of, I think it was Itsu or Lexnos, and they were doing some Legend Leads attacks or some YouTube videos, something, and they were using some of the new troops, and you posted a bar with all of the troops on that bar. I guess mm -hmm. technically you could have used one of those shareable links. Uh, I guess you would have had to have des designed it in-game, and then you could have shared it in Discord chat. Yeah, so I, I um, found the Itsu link uh, at work, so I didn't have a chance to actually go into... Actually, that's that's not true. I could have probably <laughs> shared it from the video. But the you're just, the you're just a lazy one, bum, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the Lexinos <laughs> one was uh, was Twitch. So on Twitch, he hadn't put the, the comp in, and then I kind of forgot with Itsu. Itsu actually put the link in the description, so I could have just clicked it and put it. But like one of the things that we've been talking about in Sons of Guns leadership is sharing those army comps and pinning them in a Discord channel so that we can point to people. When somebody's like, hey, I want to learn hybrid. Does anybody have an army comp for it? We can point them to the Discord where they'll be very helpfully pinned a video with the army comp link yeah. so that you can just share it that way. Like I, To be honest, I think this is the best part of the whole update. I think it's like silly to say that, but at the same time, I think this is going to help so much for teaching people and organizational purposes. Like, I think this is, that was like really, really cool to me yeah. that, they, well, that they made that happen. So I was kind of like, wah, 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 whenever I saw Army List is now shareable, but you've convinced me now that this is actually a good thing. So thank you. So the one of the next things that they shared was the adjustable troop bar. I know that this has been requested time and time and time again. And the main reason is because a lot of times if I have, 12 troops on my troop bar and I don't want to have to scroll left and right to be able to put those troops down. Or there may be a troop at the very end, a wizard or a minion at the end of a Lalo attack that's just kind of sitting out there that I could put on there, but because it's not showing up on my troop bar, I don't know that it's there. And unless I have a spotter, I might miss a three star because I didn't know that that troop was on my bar. Hizzle, you, have you used the adjustable troop bar at all? Yes. And this is actually 
barely squeaks out as my number one quality of life improvement this interesting uh, as an ipad player i have been using the double deployment bar on the southern teaser bases specifically i could not see anything that was going in Mm. i had to zoom in so far because the troop bar was so big this has been hugely beneficial so not only can you adjust it if it's a single bar, but you can also adjust it if it's a double bar? Correct. Uh, interesting. T, you have any thoughts about that? So here's the thing. I'm I'm like you. I would forget troops all the time in the scroll bar mm-hmm. when I first got to like Town Hall 12, Town Hall 13, Town Hall 14. When like you get, when you finally have these army comps that are a million funnel troops and a main comp and a bunch of different spells and a bunch of different, you know what I mean? Like you have this mm-hmm. huge stack. And I remember the first comp, uh, first comp war that I ever did that I had a long army comp trained up for, I left all of my cleanup troops on the bar until uh, way too late. And it was it was real bad. Uh, but now I've like trained myself to scroll and now I'm afraid to change it because <laughs> I'm like a, such a creature of habit that I, <laughs> I don't want. So like I'm like cautiously optimistic and I'm glad that it exists for other people, but I'm like kind of, uh, I haven't, I haven't tried it yet. I have a comp on Friday. And then after that is when I'm going to adjust my bar and see if I can get used to it. Yeah, so I tried using it and I, I, I did adjust it a little bit, but I'm afraid I'm going to fat thumb a troop if I have it mm. too small. So I'm like, eh, I'm just going to leave it where it is. And I'm, I'm doing the same thing as you as I'm trying to train myself to swipe left, swipe right as I'm, you know, doing the different phases of my attack. So I don't know. I think this will be something that I adjust to. I'm going to adjust to the adjustable troop bar and we'll right. see how that goes. <laughs> I completely agree with that sentiment as well. <laughs> On the day of the release, I put it completely to minimum, and I could not deploy a single troop. My first Legend League hit was atrocious. So <laughs> you def- definitely need to do it in practice or FCs or <laughs> find the sweet spot for yourself. Very nice. Mm. So the next quality of life update was the base layout rotation, and I heard screams of terror about burnt base being completely broken after this base layout rotation function. And I do think it's cool because for people who maybe don't go too far, don't go too far into that thought. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to hold that thought. T T what do you think (laughs) about the base layout rotation? (laughs) Um, So here's the thing. In EYG Lobby, there was a whole lot of discussion, exactly like you said, that was like, rut row, like, burnt base is going to break. Uh, and I was like, nah, it's going to be fine. Like, it's going to be easy to update the algorithm. It'll be fine. And everyone told me I was wrong. And uh, like, we have somebody from burnt base in the EYG server, and he came in and was like, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> we have the, the algorithms updated. It accounts for the rotation. Don't worry about it. It's totally fine. I mean, so, it, like, yeah, it, it's just computer software. Like all you have to do is get it to scan one way, the other way, the other way, the other way, and then you're good. I mean, I, right. I, I don't see why if it's that big of a deal. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's for people who don't use burnt base. Like, so for casual CWLs, for Legend League bases, for those kinds of things, I think it'll be a little bit of an improvement for defenses. I think in the, like the higher highest level of play in comp wars and you know champs 2 champs 1 CWLs where people are using burnt base very frequently, I think it's not going to change anything. And yes. I, you know for everyone else I think it's going to be a little different, right? Like you you get Itsu's base and you rotate it once and it suddenly doesn't look like Itsu's base until someone, you know, you know like a legend's hit, yeah. you have 30 seconds to ID the base, like you might not 
recognize the itsy base. You know what I mean? Like it looks different. So I don't know. I, I think I think it's like a it's like a B. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a B B minus upgrade. Like it's it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. That was interesting. Also, we have the new Inferno War Base and the King Skin, which we of course already talked about that already. Hizzle, you said that you got the Inferno War Base. I did. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. I like it. Kind of uh, unique in terms of being able to show that that scenery to the people that are attacking me. Yeah. T, did you get it at the Inferno War Base? Yeah, I'm a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just, I, I, I'm just like, I didn't get it on all three of my accounts. I just got it on one. So. Well, you got to have one, especially when you have as much fun with Clash as we do. And we have way too much fun with Clash sometimes, especially some of those clan conversations mm-hmm. <laughs> and some of the uh, fun stuff that's discussed in Discord. So mm-hmm. whenever you're having that much fun, spending 20, 30 bucks a month on Clash, I, I mean, honestly, come on. There are worse things. We could be spending it on beer, right? Mm-hmm. But instead, we're spending it on Clash. So I'm, I'm helping all you Clashers out there that need an excuse. Uh, Clash Tip said that it was okay. Tip Dog 20 said it was okay. So we're good. Of course, I got I got the king skin. <laughs> and I think you guys got the king skin too. Any thoughts about any of that? I've already forgotten about it. <laughs> I know I, I know I bought it. I have no idea what it looks like or what the theme was. Yeah. I, yeah, T. Yeah, I stupidly bought it on my main that already has the cool one with the barbarians with flaming swords. Mm-hmm. And so I I should have just been like, all right, I know I'm going to have to buy this because I am weak and Supercell is strong. And uh, I should have just bought it on a different account that didn't have a paid skin, you know? Well, so the only king skin that I had, other than the normal Barb King um, skin, is the one with the, the bowl for a hat. Mm. And I tried that one for a little while and I was like, eh. I don't like, I don't really like that. And so I was like, Oh, I'll try this one. This one's kind of cool. And then I'm watching his animation. And he's like, headbutt, headbutt, sword swing, headbutt, headbutt, sword swing. I'm like, maybe I'll go back to the regular, the regular King. Cause I'm not so sure that I'm crazy about that, even though I spent four bucks on it. So I don't know. We'll see the, the meat of the update, of course, uh, starts off with a new defense and trap levels. Uh, we have now higher level archer towers, wizard towers, air defenses, giant bombs, and red air bombs. Hizzle, how do you think that this is going to affect the meta? Have you gone against any bases, maybe in Legends? Or I know that we did a war. Uh, we finished a war yesterday. I can't remember if that was before, pre, or post-update. Uh, but have you gone against any of those new levels and experienced it yourself? Not that I've noticed. And kind of following along with T's upgrade guide, offense is always better than defense. Right. And so I, I haven't really seen a whole lot. But what I did notice is that it really seems like Supercell wants to boost air attacks. Right. And, and they're trying to counteract that with the Wiz Towers, ADs, and Red Air Bombs. Right. These are, towers. these are all air targeting uh, defenses. T, did you have any thoughts about the new defense and trap levels? Um, it's like weird, right? So we're getting these very, very small upgrades to the defenses and then a brand new troop. And I'm a little nervous because I've been watching uh, Itu's streams and Lexino's streams, and they've been doing attacks and FCs against max bases because they have access to that. And it really doesn't look like the upgraded defenses do a whole lot to stop, especially like the new E-Drags in, in particular, the new troop, and the new Loon levels. All of those 
seem really, really strong. And it seems like air, like, especially because they didn't release any ground troop levels at all so far. I feel like they just, they want to showcase an air meta and I, I'm not really sure why that is. So the big question is currently the defense meta is ring bases, um, especially at Town Hall 14. I know that it's kind of going out of the meta because uh, pros are kind of showing us how to defeat these ring bases. They're showing us how to funnel. How do you think that all of this, these air attacking troops, um, new air targeting defenses, how do you think that's going to affect base building and the meta as far as base building goes? Or do you think it will affect it at all, T? So just looking at the the Queen Charge Dragon Rider attack, I'll, I can talk about you drags later, but the Queen Charge Dragon Rider attack looks really, really, really strong. Doesn't look OP. It doesn't look like broken. It doesn't look like you know week one Super Wizard release right. strong. But the reason it's so strong is because all you need to do is bring a pile of rages, a single poison, a few uh, freeze spells, and like you're you're golden. And then realistically, the the whole attack is just queen charge and gut the whole base. And then you have these troops, like the Dragon Riders, are, they're fast. They have a ton of hit points. So it's not like um, hybrid where your troops can evaporate if you stop looking at them for one second. When they're targeting defenses, it means that they're not going to just bypass a, a multi-inferno or a single inferno or an air defense or whatever, like dragons might. And then mm-hmm. they get you know destroyed. So that's one. Two, they have a ton of hit points. So like they can survive black mines, they can survive multi-infernos, obviously single infernos rip through them, but that's that's true of all dragons. And three, they're fast. They're not slow like loons. So you don't need to bring a bunch of haste. You don't need to have a lot of spell support for them. They're kind of like the ultimate cleanup troop that's not really a cleanup troop. You bring five or six of them and they'll chunk out a third to a half of the base in under a minute. It's a really, really strong attack, and the defensive levels that they upgraded are almost meaningless to stop it. Mm. Because the the strength of that attack is not really the Dragon Riders. Like, those are those are great, those are good, but the strength of the attack is, is that you can spend so much time and so many spells on your Queen Charge that your Queen is going to, like, rip through the whole base. You can bring a blimp to take out the Town Hall or the Eagle or a single Inferno, so it's like you, you're almost just queen charging the base and the dragon riders are, are cleanup. And air defenses, wizard towers, and archer towers will not stop the queen. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. It's like until we get maybe another cannon level, but at least expos, they need to be they need to have their at least yeah. a level, if not two. Especially like the way Supercell's been doing like the plus four or plus five DPS on them. It's like they got they got to go a little a little heavier on the upgrades. Yeah, so I was that you made me think that base builders are going to most likely uh, react to this by trying to either bait queen charges or make queen charges absurdly more difficult. But if they do that, then they're of course going to open themselves to other attacks. But I, I I can imagine this is a base building nightmare. I mean, having an attack. It kind of brings me back to the days whenever Supercell decided to make the attacking time from three minutes to 3.30 and everybody was just doing super long queen charges and then just uh, hybrid or or hogs or whatever on the back end of the base just to just to finish off the last few defenses because the queen took everything out. And the way that you're describing it kind of sounds like the same thing is going to happen. Granted, they've they're not moving the time up. 
But with the speed of this new troop and with the lackluster effects of the new defenses, it's it's going to happen again. Do you think so? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can devote almost your entire set of resources to the queen charge. You can funnel mm. with the barbarian king. You can take out a problematic area or funnel or both with a blimp. You only need like a couple funnel troops. And then you have... You know, if you've if you've ever tried a queen charge and you've had to do it on like a hybrid attack where you only have two rages, two freezes, and a poison to spend on it, and then you go and do a queen charge and you have five rages, three freezes, an invisibility, and a poison, <laughs> and all of that can functionally go to the queen, it's a joke. It's so much easier. And you know, you don't have to save the king for anything. He can funnel for and take out like another chunk of the base. It's it's super, super easy. And that's where the strength of the attack comes from. Uh, Hizzle, do you think that there was any defense that was not updated that you think should have been updated or you wish was updated? I thought about this question and and not really. Like it seems like they're following kind of the same pattern with most of the recent town halls is, you know, they don't want people to be completely maxed all one time. They They want to make sure that the spread of player base is relatively even mm-hmm. and so i like their approach in terms of releasing it slowly and people are going to spend money and and rush to to get to max while the free-to-play players will catch up eventually at some time i'm perfectly fine with how they're doing it mm, interesting so of course t you you said that you kind of wished uh, maybe i maybe i heard it in your voice whenever you were talking about this but you kind of wish that maybe expos would have been updated as well um, to kind of counteract with the ridiculous queen charging that's happening happening in the meta right now in the game is that true are there any other defenses that you kind of wish hey supercell hello here you're kind of breaking the game with this new troop and the defenses that you've allowed us to update to start cutting it i, I don't know what do you think uh, so it's a little bit of it could have been one of two things I, like, I, I understand, you know, and Hizzle's right. They space these upgrades out specifically so that there's not too big of a gap between, you know, the whales that are going to drop $200 every update and, and max everything instantly and the people who are free to play, right? Like, they don't want right. that gap to be too too distant. So I understand. I think what we're running into is Supercells kind of almost built themselves into a corner where every single upgrade for every single defense takes more time and is a smaller percentage upgrade from the previous level. And so when you have these weird half states where we're at in Town Hall 14, we're roughly halfway through the release content, probably maybe a little less, maybe we're... Maybe 30%? Like, maybe like 40%, right? Like we're like maybe, yeah, like two-fifths, something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're, 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 I don't know. It, it, we either have like... Two more quarters of release or three more quarters of release. So something like that. And obviously the, the balance is never going to be perfect when you have this half-released product, right? It, you can't judge Town Hall 14's balance by how it is right this second because we don't have all of the stuff yet. So it's it's really, really hard. But when you have this problem, right, where so all, all of the individual levels are less meaningful than the previous levels, when you have no ground troop upgrades, and you have a bunch of air troop upgrades, and then you have these minuscule upgrades to all of the defenses, it's like, obviously air is gonna be way stronger. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's just like, that's what the math is going to tell you that's going to happen. Especially when you introduce a new troop. It's the same reason why Yetis were so crazy strong in the beginning, because these, all of the bases are so tightly balanced. All of the upgrades are so tightly balanced that introducing a new troop that is not accounted for and is not worked into all of the breakpoints of all these other buildings breaks everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, like, that's the same. You know, the Dragon Rider is going to need some adjustment, I'm sure, or they just have to ride it out to the next update and then give us, you know, expos another level cannon and you know more trap upgrades and things like that well so i know one of the things that supercell can't necessarily measure but is a huge part of the game is player sentiment and i know we've had some clan chatter about the de grind and the town hall 14 grind and how difficult it is and how much you almost just have to spend money if you want to get up there in less than five years (laughs) so I, that's not something that Supercell necessarily can measure. I think that if they, because I know that Darian, for example, in his town hall meetings has talked about releasing a town hall 15 and a town hall 16 and a town hall 17, etc. He's like, as long as people are playing the game, like we're going to continue releasing these town halls. I just don't know how realistic it's going to be for them to continue, continually add time. And to me, what is the, the town hall 14 upgrade time? It's like 20 days, right? Per it's, defense. Uh, but- between 16 and 20. Depending. I mean, that is such a ridiculous amount of time that players, I, I don't know that they're going to upgrade to the next town hall because of the experience that they're having upgrading right now in town hall 14. I mean, I just hit town hall 13 two or three weeks ago and I, I'm experiencing a little burnout from the 14 day upgrades that I'm experiencing 13, 15, whatever it is, I I have the gold pass. So it's 20% off, but there's no way that supercell can release a town hall 15, for example, down the road so that they can keep making the money that they want to make off of these whale players. And then what's the next upgrade time going to be 25 days. I mean, and then after that it's going to be 30 days. I mean, they're getting to a point where it's getting ridiculous. And I, I don't know that just adding, a new troop like they did is going to keep everybody as interested in the game and their mind off of the DE grind and off of the everyday man. I have to grind every day to, to get to the level that I need to get to. And it's just not a great experience. And the reason that we all play clash is because of the experience. So mm. Hizzle, what do you think about all that? I think town hall 14 is the new town hall nine in terms of, for some reason, Supercell needed to implement another huge, massive DE grind. Yeah, for I sure. That's a really, really re- good point. You guys remembered that era, and yeah. it was brutal. When I was thir- uh, Town Hall 13, I spent several consecutive months just completely maxed on DE. And there was a huge outcry of find something for us to spend DE on. And I think they really delivered with Town Hall 14. It, it stinks. <laughs> They're like, here you but... go. Smack in the face. Bam. Uh-huh. You want DE? Fine. Here's your DE. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, uh, interesting. It, it, it does stink, but I think it was intentional completely. So I totally remember the Town Hall 9 grind. It took me nine months to max out my uh, my king and my queen. And I specifically remember that entire nine months. So I get the time period of required to upgrade, but I, I don't know. I Obviously, it's, you know a ba- it's a balancing act. I, I don't know. What do you think, T? Here's the thing. 
Uh, and this is, I wrote a, I, it's funny, I should go back into the forums before they're, they're dead and pull this, this post up because, uh, <laughs> when they did the, um, like when I quit the first time in 2014, I quit because they, they made this whole big change in farming attacks where they wanted to remove dead bases from the matchmaking. And I was like, I did the math. I was like, okay, using your new numbers with like the, the loot bonus for winning and the league bonus and, and all this other stuff. Here's how many attacks you would need to do to max your Archer Queen. And it was something absurd, you know, an insane amount. And so mm. after I quit, they brought dead bases back. And here's like the, the thing that Supercell is forgetting. And they eventually corrected it in Town Hall 13. The initial Town Hall 13 release was extremely painful. And there was like no loot anywhere. And it was really unfun. The thing that they keep forgetting or not forgetting, but like abusing. Oh, yeah is that you need new collector levels regularly and you need to increase the loot amounts regularly. So that means, you know, if we have 20 million gold upgrades, I don't want to hear anything about how, oh, a good rate is 750,000, 750,000, 6K. Mm. Like, no, no, that was good for Town Hall 11. We need mm -hmm. bigger raids because we need to do more of, you know what I mean? The yeah. scale of, let, let's just talk about the scale of walls. For every single wall, for 300 pieces, from level uh, one all the way to max for Town Hall 11 is 1.2 billion resources. Just Town Hall 12, just upgrading to max Town Hall 12 from max Town Hall 11 is 1.5 billion resources. Mm. Just upgrading your 300 pieces from Town Hall 12 to Town Hall 13 is 1.8 billion resources. And then upgrading your Town Hall 14 walls, including the walls that are um, like the extra 25 pieces that they, that they released, is 2.675 billion resources. Yeah, and so the problem that I'm seeing is you can essentially get the same loot rating at Town Hall 12 as you can Town Hall 14, but right. the loot that's needed to upgrade whatever it is you're trying to upgrade, walls in this instance, are so much more that the the loot rating that most of us free to play free to play. I mean, granted, we will throw a five dollars here for the gold pass. We'll buy a, th a few books here and there, but essentially, we're not throwing down hundreds and thousands of dollars on this game. We we loot, we raid, we we throw down um, a training potion, and we'll sit outside, uh, you know, on our deck for an hour, um, and 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 raid. The, the those numbers are not the same at Town Hall fourteen as they are at Town Hall twelve. And it's so much harder to balance your builders too. You know what I mean? Like if if you mess up your builder timing in Town Hall 11, you have two builders come free in the same, you know, day or something. You only have 10 million, right? That's your your storage cap is 10 million. So even mm -hmm. if you you wildly screw up, and you know one of my accounts is totally free to play. So you know the Town Hall 11 upgrades are 10 million gold. If I mess up and I have two builders come free, 10 million gold. If I do the worst barch ever and get 500,000 gold with no bonus at all for every single hit. That's 20 attacks and I'm good. The same thing happens in Town Hall 14 and you're talking about 40 attacks. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the, the scaling is what's, and like that little, that little microcosm of, of a problem mm. of the scaling of the number and amount of resources that you need and the number of attacks that you need to do to get them 
is the same thing. You can expand that all across Town Hall 14, right? Like mm. you need all of these upgrades for minimal improvements that are barely noticeable. You know what I mean? And like, that's, yeah. that's the problem. So it, it kind of makes me think that we're all factory workers in this factory, right? And if we put together a hundred widgets a day, then at the end of the day, they're going to give us all beer. Well, Town Hall 14 just arrived and they said, oh, sorry, now you have to put together 200 widgets every day in order to get your beer. And sure, there are some of, some of us that really love our beer, but having to put together double the amount of widgets on a day-to-day basis can just get a little annoying and overwhelming. I don't know. Hizzle, you like beer. What do you think about that? I do like beer. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, though, that when a new town hall comes out, they reduce the costs of, I think it's minus two town halls. Mm-hmm. So, yes, if you're pushing or somewhere close to the top two town halls that are available, then it is going to be more expensive. And it it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It sucks. Yeah, and I, uh, and I, I get I that. Guys. For instance, I have I actually have two accounts right now at Town Hall 9. And on one of them, my queen is, I think, like a 22 and my king is a 19. I've only been at Town Hall 9 for I've been at Town Hall 9 for less than a month, I think. So the grind at Town Hall 9 back in 2014 and t- 2015, like me and T are talking about, is totally different now than it was back then. But also the meta is not at Town Hall 9. I mean, sure, it's great that I can get through Town Hall 9 quicker. But I don't care about warring at Town Hall 9. I mean, sure, there are these teeny tiny, you know, tournaments where they have 5v5 only at Town Hall 9, Town Hall 10. And and that's great. But let's just be honest. The majority, the biggest bulk of the players who play are not going to play competitively and really enjoy it at Town Hall 9. The the play is at the top. I mean, I don't know. What do you think about that, T? Uh, So it's funny, right? Like they have... Supercell has shown that they care about the player experience the whole way through. They've also shown that they don't want people to sit in perma town halls. They've done a lot of things to discourage that. However, the last upgrade where they made the uh, troop donation caps actually kind of, to me, was like, okay, so they're actually going to make it so that there's maybe some skill and maybe some metas that can develop that aren't just get the highest troops and smash them into a base. Mm-hmm. Um, so like maybe, but like that's what Supercell wants and that's fine. And I'm fine with it. And I think the funny thing is I'm not even saying that I don't want to grind, right? Like one of the things that I like about Clash of Clans is that it is grindy, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. It's one of those things. Like, I, I don't know. I grew up, I cut my teeth on video games. Like, Final Fantasy XI, the original World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. Like, I am no stranger to grinding, and it's I get some enjoyment out of it. It's like peaceful. It's like a meditative Mm -hmm. uh, event almost. Right. But what Supercell is forgetting is that like there's an upper limit on grinding, and you can't be punishing. And I almost feel like if they would just, you know, like Town Hall 13, right around this time after Town Hall 13 released, they released additional collector levels for Town Hall 11. And I feel like that that needs to that needs to happen. I more than an expo level, I feel like they should have released DE drill levels, uh, elixir collector, and gold mine levels, and put them at town hall twelve, the next town hall level, and just like let us get more loot. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's, that's the biggest problem. Well, so I remember whenever they threw in the 
and I can't remember what it's called, but it's whenever somebody attacks your base and then there's loot just that's left that evidently the they, they dropped whenever they attacked. The loot cart. The loot cart. I remember when that came in the game, everybody was like, oh my gosh, Supercell, you're so awesome. You're giving us all this free loot. But in reality, I think that they were just responding to this issue, which is the grind and the fact that players want to be able to up, upgrade their base, but they don't want to have to sit and train an army and attack for two hours a day every single day for six months in order for them to get there. So right. maybe they can introduce something to the game that's kind of like the loot cart, but maybe it's only at Town Hall 13 and Town Hall 14 or, or something like that so that it will give players a little boost and, and not make it feel like all of this grinding is so punishing just so that they can have a max base. You so know what my, my idea was? I, I talked about this in 2014, not quite to, to this level, but a multiplier on the win bonus so that, say, you're Town Hall 11 and you're in Master League, right? You get the, the amount that is current. Mm -hmm. And then if you're a Town Hall 13 in Master League, you get double that. And if you're a Town Hall 14 in Master League, you get triple that or whatever. You know, the numbers are obviously just okay. pulled out of, out of thin air. But so that this way, you know, a 50% win with Barch and you get, instead of right now, one of my accounts is in Master 1, I think, and it's getting 160,000 Golden Elixir for a 50% win. So, well, that's not really that much. But if that was, say, 300,000 or 500,000, or the 70% win was like a million a million, now we're talking about like actual differences in the number of attacks that I need to do. And, and that's interesting, too, because... And it, to me, it seems like if they they want players to push trophies, they haven't done a big focus on trophy pushing recently it, that I know of. I don't know. Hizzle, do you know anything about trophy pushing and Supercell's vision on that? From my experience, it seems like they, they don't want people to drop trophies and right. outmatch other people. And so with, with T's plan... I'm curious, you know, would there be three or four people in Legends Leagues if you were getting so much loot? Because it, it would make sense to push. I mean, it would make sense to go up. If you're getting that... So right now, it, it, as a Town Hall 11, I stayed in Crystal because the bonus that I could get by pushing up into Masters and Champions was not worth the loot that I could find in Crystal as a Town Hall 11. But if there's a bonus that can outmatch the loot that I can find in the lower town hall or the lower trophy levels, then I'm definitely going to push because as a player, I'm going to go where the loot is. And I don't care if that loot is from dead bases and overflowing collectors and crystal, or if that loot's from getting, you know, a, a one or two star and masters or champions, like I'm, I'm going to move there if that's the case. Oh. So that kind of makes sense to me. Is, is that how you're thinking T? Well, to me, there's, so all loot in the game has to come from passive sources. The only two passive sources, well, there's three passive sources. There's your collectors, there's your loot bonuses, and you know that includes the star bonus, mm -hmm. and there's wars. Those are the only places that loot can come from. Everything, or those are the only places that loot is generated, right? Everything else gets done like through attacking. And so the only ways that you can make the looting experience and the farming experience less painful is to increase those passive bonuses because everything else is just going to be kind of a band-aid. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like increasing the amount you get back on the loot cart is nice, but you know, I only get attacked 
one or two times a day mm, in master, right? Like if, if I super poorly time my shields, I get attacked twice. Otherwise it's like uh, once. And even if everything is overflowing and everything is, is full and the guy gets a million, a million, 10,000 from me, I get 20% of that back. And that's one attack where, you know, I have to do between 10 and 30 attacks a day, depending on how badly I time my builders. In, in the grand scheme of things, that's like meaningless. Plus, that amount is what your loot, your, your collectors generate. Mm-hmm. So generally, like, Supercell tries to keep it where it's like your passive base income is flat. So what your collectors generate versus what you get hit on for defense should roughly cancel out, including the loot cart. You know what I mean? So it's like, in order for them to make it easier, obviously they could increase the amount that you could steal from other people, which they do. You know, every town hall, the storage cap limits are higher. So you can get theoretically higher rate. Higher percentage, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. I, You know, someone posted in the EYG uh, loot goblin for, um, channel uh, a rate that was 1.7, 1.7, 12K. And they got it. And like, that's great. Uh, I've never seen that amount of loot ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> ever. I, 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 there's like things that they could do. They could increase the passive bonuses. They could make it so that dead bases show up in the matchmaking more frequently. I, I don't know. They could even do something like you could you could enter like farming mode and you would only see dead bases, which I don't think they would ever do. But like yeah. some <laughs> sort of thing that like they got to do something. You, you can't just keep scaling the costs and the times. Like, it's insane right now to me that in between CWLs, if you if I'm done with my heroes on my main, in between CWLs, not including the, the magic items from Gold Pass, not including the medals from CWL, I'm going to get maybe eight, eight upgrades done <laughs> in, a, in a month. You know what I mean? Like... That's insane. That's so silly to me, you know, and I have six builders. Like what, what? I don't, make no sense. Could the answer possibly be introducing new builders to the game? I would love it, man. And give me more builders. That's fine. It would be real. It would be way more complicated to plan them and space them. But I mean, it would also mean you could, you would need to rate a lot more. So like if they, if they add more builders, they hundred percent, they need to add more, more loot because otherwise I'll run out. But to me, that's that's almost the only answer is, man, make it cost 5,000 gems or 10,000 gems, but give us more builders. Like, sure, the, the builder from the builder base is, is nice and I actually ha- finally have it on my main account, TipDog20, but I, I don't on my lower ones. But if you're going to introduce all these levels that takes forever to upgrade and cost so much, then at least give us some builders to be able to do more of them. So that way, we when we're going from one C- CWL to the next C- CWL, we don't essentially have the same base within a month. My last comment was just they should add an auto quest to the main base so that people don't riot because if they added another auto quest to the builder base people yeah. would, would riot but That's they should true. add like that was such a cool mechanic like i think the impl- imp- uh the implementation of it wasn't great but it was so cool that it's like you can earn another builder in the game through things you know if people like builder base like i do you know things you would be doing anyways like that's awesome that's Mm -hmm. really generous you you know what i mean it's just like the implementation and the fact that people don't like builder base is why everyone hates auto but they should have other things like that you know what i mean like that would be really nice yeah agreed so the supercell introduced a new super troop the rocket balloon uh which is essentially a loon plus an initial haste spell 
It has eight housing space compared to the five housing space of a regular loon. It also is a little bit faster. Uh, maxed, it has a 12 movement speed compared to 10 movement speed for a regular loon. Hizzle, how do you think that this is going to change the meta? I'm really excited about the rocket balloon. Um, <laughs> I see a lot of bases in Legends League specifically about or with air defenses on the outside and mm -hmm. two rocket balloons completely annihilates that and that's gonna make lalo a lot stronger terrible at lalo but so it doesn't help me <laughs> <laughs> but you're good at dragons and it's gonna it's gonna immensely help your dragon attacks i haven't unlocked them yet because i kind of fell in love with super gobs and super wall breakers for mm -hmm. the massive queen walks that we were talking about or queen charges that we were talking about but i'm excited for it t what are your thoughts about it uh, like Hizzle, I think it's going to be more of a base building change than like a massive sweeping change to the meta. I don't, I don't think, you know, mass super loons are going to be the thing, but just mm. like Hizzle said, the base building meta, especially in Le Legends, especially in CWL, has a lot of corner ADs, and if you can just take two super loons and blow up that corner AD, it's... You know, normally that would take like four or five regular loons or mm -hmm. a spell or something. That's like, that's a big change. You know, it doesn't sound like it's a big change, but it's essentially a Yeti that changes the entire pathing of your Lala. That's insane. True. You know what I mean? For 16 yeah. troops base. So I, I think it's a very interesting thing. I think similar to the Sneaky Goblin, you know, like the Sneaky Goblin had a, well, let's say a sneaky change to the meta where... <laughs> Right, exactly. Uh, somebody give me a little a little rip roll there. Um, the the sneaky goblin made queen charge hybrid stronger because it made it easier to funnel the queen. And so I think the same thing is going to happen with super loon and Lalo, just like Hizzle said. I think I think he's spot on. I think it's going to make it at least initially. It's going to make Lalo a little stronger, and then I, I'm sure base builders are going to find some way to you know stop that either by maybe adjusting the air defense a tile or two inside or putting another base in or another building in front of it or possibly putting you know black mines in front um a little further but you know it's like i don't know it's it, it's a, a series of moving targets that are all kind of going to change where the finish line is depending on where the other targets end up so it's like kind of a kind of a mess i think but i think in a good way like that's the good mess that you want you want it to be not just, oh, well, the only place that you can put an air defense that makes any sense is here. You know, you want it to be like a trade-off of where you put it. Right, exactly. Well, and, and interestingly enough, they're kind of trading troop space for spell space. And I think that you're going to increasingly see this because essentially what you're doing is you're throwing down a haste spell and then you're throwing down three loons, regular loons. That's essentially the same thing as using two rocket loons. So I, I predict that we're actually going to see other super troops that will similarly have spell abilities. So, for example, I, I, I predicted in the past that they're going to do uh, like the invisibility spell with hogs, kind of like sneaky hogs. Or I think maybe they're going to try to bring the clone spell back and they'll use it on the Yeti so that the Yeti splits or that you have a super Yeti so that more golemites come out or something like that. So I think that their kind of blending of troop space versus spell usage is going to have an interesting effect on the meta. Um, I'm just not exactly sure how. What, what do you think, Hizzle? I think that's a great theory. You know, it, it seems like it 
you know, could work and introduce new things to the game, even if it is not necessarily... It's not the most original even, idea? Is that what you're going for? Yeah, even if it's not original content, it is still something new. And people might, you know, attract to that or be attracted to that. So that kind of brings us to the most controversial subject, which is the new troop, the Dragon Rider. We've already talked about it a little bit. Honestly, I was kind of disappointed because there was somebody in in SOG, it was Nova, I think, or Psycho Ico, I can't remember. But they were saying that it kind of feels more like it's a super troop than it is a brand new troop. So, for example, when they introduced the Yetis, like that was an entirely different concept, an entirely different troop. Whenever they introduced the Headhunter, that was a, a totally different troop, completely out there, had a new ability. Uh, whenever they introduced E-Drags at Town Hall 11, like it did something that was super cool. And then they bring out the Dragon Rider. And to me, essentially, the Dragon Rider is just a really tanky, a little bit faster loon. And I know that T, you kind of disagree with me a little bit, but I, I don't I don't know. What do you think about that and, and my observation of the Dragon Rider? <sighs> It's funny, right? I, I don't disagree. Uh, I don't think it's the most innovative of troops. It's a flying hog. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, but here's the thing, right? Just like how the Rocket Loon is basically just a, you know, a trade-off of one less loon, but you don't have to use a haste. The Dragon Rider is like similar to that, where it's basically taking the weak point of dragons. Like, I don't think Dragon Riders are an upgraded loon. I think they're an upgraded dragon, straight up. Um, okay. And I, I think it's because they have basically the same hit points and they target defenses. Because the thing that kills dragons, the reason why people bring uh, bats to help clean up a dragon attack is because they'll just wander off and get stuck on a storage and totally screw your attack up because a scattershot eats them. These things won't. And they're tanky and they're real good. Um, I, I think it's too early to tell if they're actually good or if they're just, you know, the bases, the base builders just haven't had a chance to counter them yet. Or uh, if they're, they might need a buff, they might need a nerf. It's way too early to tell, but they feel like a good addition, at least to me, because it's giving a new style to the air attacks. I think I could end up being wrong. They could end up just being, you know, a fast loon, but it's like interesting, you know, it's, Essentially, it's Queen Charge Lalo, but a bigger emphasis on the Lalo, on the Queen Charge, mm -hmm. and not so much emphasis on like I still cannot get a handle for loon pathing with Lalo. I'm great at the Blizzard portion of Blizzard Lalo. I'm decent at the Queen Charge portion of Queen Charge Lalo, but like the actual Lalo portion is just atrocious. It's just mm -hmm. super bad. And to me, to have an attack where I can do a Queen Charge, which I'm I'm decent at and i can get better at and then have an easy follow-up like that's the biggest problem with doing a queen charge attack it's so much effort and so much time and so much difficulty in the first phase of the attack and then you still have a hard to execute attack at the backside of a queen charge lalo you know right. what i mean yeah to have something where you're like oh whatever i'm just gonna throw these troops down i'm gonna maybe raise them once i gotta pay attention a little bit to tome them at the right time and that's it hmm. that's that's all the effort. That's all the mental effort that they take. That's awesome. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. So I, I was watching some Itsu videos and he said that he thinks that this is Supercell's response to people who are lamenting the dying out of hybrid. So there mm-hmm. were a lot of people who used Queen Charge hybrid back in the day and its use has gone down a lot and people are still searching for that queen charge something. And, and I think that there are a lot of people who are just like you who are frustrated with the Lalo portion because it is such high skill. Uh, and so this is kind of a response to that. Well, hey, uh, we're not necessarily going to bring back an old strategy right away since it's just went out of the meta. I mean, still there a little bit, but definitely not as much. So here's another hybrid type, but it's going to be in the air. In fact, um, Itsu called it a flybrid, which I thought was kind of cute. But uh, Hizzle, mm-hmm. do, you, do you think that that's kind of the reason for Supercell making this change, introducing this troop? First off, I had not heard of flybrid. Until uh, I read the notes for the show, isn't it funny? Uh, I, I I enjoyed a lot. I missed that Itsu video. Yeah. You know what's funny? Flybrew was originally used to describe the Super Minion Dragon hybrid hit. That was where it came from. So now that like that did not take because this that that attack didn't take off. Like people were like, it's not great. <laughs> so there were other things that were stronger. Interesting. Uh, but I think with this one, it might take off to say Flybrid. <laughs> Fly, are you going to try it, Hizzle? Um, so I think all three of us watch the Lexnos Twitch stream. Mm-hmm, and yep. I will be the first to admit that I got really psyched about this attack. And for whatever reason, when I got in game, I used my hammer on the new regular dragon level. Because... <laughs> I have been recently using Queen Charge Drags. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, this will be great. And then we entered a war. And my first thought was, I'm going to use this Flybird attack. But I only had level one track riders. Mm -hmm. And it was not great. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) He's a big dummy there. Yeah, so no potions to pop. No. Yeah. So, and I, I know your style and, and I really think that a flybrid would match your style, to be honest with you. Um, especially after watching you guys in that esports war last Saturday, I think it was, um, because I think a lot of players deal with that struggle of whenever you have dragons, they do kind of wander and they eventually get picked off by whatever defense is standing behind that DE storage or that gold storage or whatever it may be, or, you know, they get tripped up somewhere on the base. I think that the flybird is going to be a l- lot more forgiving. So the dragon riders, al- although I'm a little disappointed in Supercell's creativity and innovation, as far as coming up with a new troop, I do think as far as the meta goes, it's going to give a lot more players a more enjoyable experience whenever it comes to warring. Is, is that what you're thinking, Hizzle? No, I agree. Um, I think it's going to be great. I have it training to level three now, and I'm excited to use it. I just uh, was a little bit too uh, early with it. Yeah, so I I actually, my uh, healers are just about done going to max at Town Hall 13 for me. Once those are done, I have one hammer already, and then I'll get another hammer. I'm going to take my E-Drags to max at Town Hall 13, and then my next is going to be taking uh, my Dragon Riders to max, which is only level two at Town Hall 13. But still, it's it's an attack that I'm excited to try, um, and we'll see how it goes. I don't know. What about you, T? You maxed them out already, right? I maxed them day one. 
<laughs> of course. <laughs> I, uh, I had I had one book of building, uh, so I maxed one barracks, and then I had one book of fighting, and I had one hammer of fighting. So that was instant on those. Perfect. Um, so that was nice. And then my first attack with them in a war, I got a 92% two-star, and I think the big problem for me was... Still, I, I think I saved too many spells for the dragon riders, and I didn't use them on the queen charge portion. And like mm. that was the thing that had to click for me. Like I, I did an attack earlier today. Um, I, I have only been using queen charge dragon riders all day because I don't have any builders free for a little while. I didn't attack, and I forgot my yeti blimp, <laughs> mm. and I still got a ninety-seven percent two-star time fail. Mm. <laughs> and wow. legitimately, I had like half my army left. I just didn't have enough. Like, it took too long to do the queen charge because I couldn't use the blimp to get either the town hall or, or a good funnel section going. Hmm. And I still, you know what I mean? I think it's really strong. I think it's really good. I think it's going to be very interesting. I don't think I've had uh, an attack really click with me since I hit town hall 13. I, I've been bouncing between attacks and nothing's really clicked. Like, I did Blizzard Lala when Blizzard Lala was stupid OP and that was great. I did Zap Quake Witches when that was OP and that was great. Other than, like, those, I haven't had any real solid success so i'm excited i think this is going to be a good one i like i like leaning on the queen charge that's that's kind of my shtick so i'm happy i'm excited yeah which i think that's what supercell's goal was with this troop and honestly i I think it's the reason why they kind of went doltsville with the troop abilities is because their whole goal is just to keep you in just a little bit longer so that you enjoy the game just a little bit longer and then that super creative troop they can introduce down the road whenever they're like, oh, we have people leaving. Get back, get back, get back, get back. Here's a new troop. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't know. So uh, I know one of your favorite troops, T, is E-Drags. And of course, mm-hmm. Dragons, Loons, and E-Drags all got a buff as well. They all got one more level. Do you think you're going to have a hard time at all? Because E-Drags seem to be taking over the meta as well. And obviously, anything air right now is just going to smash bases. But how do you feel about E-Drags versus Dragon Riders? So I think what's funny is E-Drags are stupid strong against ring bases, especially the ones with really, really heavy cores. Because, you know, you have really, really good freeze value, and you have really, really good chain value, and you have really, really good raged chain value. So you combine all of those three things together, and you put a new level on E-Drags, I think this is going to put the nail on the coffin of ring bases. I, I think they're out of the meta. I think if you're going to run a ring base after this, I think it's a mistake. The problem is, I don't think there's a good base for you to run other than a ring base. I think all of the other bases, it's like if you put the town hall too close to the edge, it's a free blimp or right. a free queen charge, right? And then that doesn't get you the value out of your town hall poison. If you put it in like the sort of core level, but like not the ring base level it's like well it's a it is a defense it's not going to get you any value from the defense i Mm -hmm. I think it's a really really tough time um for base builders because if e-drags are strong that means ring bases are bad and if ring bases are bad that means you need those anti-three star bases and if those are bad because queen charge is really strong well then Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know which to me i'm fine with i i would rather be able to triple every one of my attacks like i know everyone's like oh that's 
that's not fun. It's like, no, no man, three stars are fun. I want to triple every time. <laughs> Just a minute. That's so true. <laughs> uh, interesting. Uh, so, uh, Hizzle, you upgraded your dragons, obviously, because you're the dragon master. What do you think about these new levels of dragons, loons, and e-drags? Regarding e-drags, I don't think I could explain it any better than T. Uh, exactly right. <laughs> you know, ring base previously was in the meta kind of still is a little bit unless you face somebody that knows what they're doing and mm -hmm. if they e drag you it's it's game over mm -hmm. uh for sure i need to play around actually a little bit more with e drags regarding the regular regular dragons i like them i'm enjoying it also as t said i enjoyed the queen charge aspect of it you know being able to queen charge half of the base and then just drop your loons and and go to town I like the the air meta, even though I cannot wallow. So something else that this is going to do is it's going to make people who have upgraded their walls feel really stupid. <laughs> because as we all know, dragons, loons, e-drags, super loons, dragon rider, they don't care about your wall levels, So, which I find super interesting. Of course, we know that the that our archer queen will attack any wall that you place in front of her. But oh, whenever you're doing these air-based attacks, walls don't matter. So I, I, that's interesting as well, that Supercell is kind of poo-pooing people who actually take the time to put into their walls. They're like, well, hey, uh, great, good job for you for putting lots of time and, and, and raiding and loot into your walls, but we're just going to poo-poo all over that because here's a, an air meta. So I don't know. Well, yeah. you know what, though? Like, that's always been true, though. Because yeah. think about Great. think about all of the attacks that are have been meta. You have Ocho Quaco Yetis. Well, all of your walls are gone <laughs> because you have eight quakes <laughs> and a log launcher. You have hybrid where your miners go under and your hogs go over. That's true. Right? Yeah. You have Lalo where they fly over. You have Dragbat where everything flies over. Like <laughs> so much of the meta is defined by how you can avoid the walls that yeah. he, you know what i mean so. that's true yeah anyway well this has been For a sure. great discussion i really appreciate it uh do you guys have any final comments or any final thoughts about this um the only thing i was going to add to the last conversation is that for quite some time pekka smash and Gollum, ocho cueco super whiz has been meta and that was a ground-based attack and I think that Supercell likes to switch back and forth between mm. the two. Of course, Lalo's been in the meta permanently, mm. it seems like. But I think it's, we're just switching back and forth. And, and this is another iteration this, of that. They're just flipping the switch and like, okay, guys, it's airtime. Yep. Yeah, interesting. T, do you have any final comments or thoughts? I, I think that this is going to be a, a fun period where we all get to do a little bit higher hit rates a little bit better in attacks and i think it's going to come down like wars are going to come down to very very narrow percentage victories um yet again and i i'm fine with that i think that's fun uh, i do think that eventually they're going to have to release the levels for miners and hogs and golems maybe even witches and then we're going to see witches back in the meta and i'm gonna be very sad <laughs> Very true. Very true. Well, thanks guys for coming on tonight. Uh, for the listeners to stay up to date on podcast episodes, also any articles that I'll be posting on Medium, follow me on Twitter at TipDog20. If you have any comments or questions for the show, you can also email the podcast at ClashTipsPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys. Uh, it's been an awesome night. <laughs>